I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Happy anniversary, Tribe. That's enough for me because I think the greatest internal war that we're fighting right now is apathy. It's just, it's all too easy to suppress your emotions and kind of numb the way you're feeling and remain distracted. And so it's really, really brave to choose to be an embodied person and feel the whole of life and all of its nonsensical emotional waves. Amen to that. It's really brave to be able to feel those emotions whenever they arise because that's the only way that it will A, release and B, perhaps stir some creativity within you and just no matter what, since energy can't be created nor destroyed, why not use whatever is going on and bring light to it by creating? Now let the magic begin. Hello and jaima, jaima yomis. It's Raquel and happy two year anniversary for your own magic. Are you kidding me? It's been two years. I mean, this Wednesday, so not today exactly, but this Wednesday, October 16th, will mark the two year anniversary of your own magic. I have chills right now. <laughs> How many times have I said I've got chills the past two years? <laughs> oh dear. Um, the evolution of the soul tribe has just grown immensely. Like looking back on it, 
where the consciousness of this entity of Yom was to where she is now? All of us? I mean, come on. And if you're also new, well, <laughs> welcome. You are in for quite a treat, my friend. A very soul-expanding treat. I reshared a Yomi story yesterday. Wholesome Paulina. Shout out, Paulina. Um, who said that she went all the way back and re-listened to the very first episode that Ali and I did called Creating Your Own Magic. And in the story, she said, re-listening to this nearly two years later and holy shit, I'm understanding this on a whole different level. Hell yeah. <laughs> I noticed that whenever I reread or I listen to brilliant wisdom, whether it's dense or simply just divine, wisdom, uh, usually from a metaphysical or a quantum or philosophy or channeled work, and then I reread or re-listen later, there's always a new layer to it as I understand it on a completely different level. So, I mean, I haven't re-listened to that episode, but just to know that some of you have and that you understand it on another level, I mean, to me, and I have chills of course, but to me that's just confirmation that there was some deep wisdom from our souls that were coming through that perhaps our human ego mind would forget under the veil of forgetfulness or just completely block it as we don't remember these universal truths often unless we really do open to that presence and are open to that presence. And the more that we begin to dive into this spiritual work this work that is beyond what meets the physical and we co-create with our guides in some way and we're just open to that the more i notice higher wisdom does end up coming through that you're like where the hell did that come from because i mean there were so many moments and there have been so many moments and there will still be so many moments where i'm like how the hell did i come up with that did i belt that out because i did Normal Raquel would not really know that, but present and open and from her heart Raquel, connecting with her soul, listening from her soul, will. Whenever I have a question that my mind might be racing around, I do take that time to write it out and then often I'll answer from whatever my soul feels because I'm in a more grounded place. So yes, it's in a sense me answering my questions and my journalings, but because I'm present in the moment and just listening from my heart, from my soul, I'm able to receive more clarity from within. That gives me profound guidance and reminding me that all is truly well and I can feel that in that space. Many of you might be familiar with doing that if you are on the Your Own Magic Life membership site or um, have just listened to this podcast and have been doing that yourself because we talk about that a lot. It's just so profound when you take that time, that space, that silence to listen so you can receive that clarity because you really do have all the answers within. You always know, but sometimes our mind is just all over the place and clouding our judgments. And so it can be hard to really know what is truth or what perspective will best serve you that may seem like truth. 
Because in all honesty, there's a vast amount, an infinite amount of perspectives, and perhaps many of them are true to some extent. Anyway, on another note, happy Aries full moon, my friends. <laughs> Apparently, Ms. Aries is going to be showering us with some transformative energy for us to harness. Kind of a big deal, kind of a big time for change. And um, so what kind of energy? Well, it's the energy that sets our soul on fire to simply pursue our passions and our purpose and love and help also manifest and balance the relationships that happen to be strengthening whatever it is that is igniting you. So for me, my soul right now is obviously ignited by, well, the podcast and the conversations that I've been having lately with very recent guests, but also my co-creation with Annie Tarasova, who also is a past guest on the poetry book. Her Instagram is at dreamy moons. Shout out to Annie, and she's also on YouTube, and she's just a phenomenal, brilliant human. We're actually going to be doing some workshops in the States together next year. And yes, there's the poetry book that's coming out, poems that I wrote back in 2017 and 18 with her illustrations. And when we talk about evolution, man, I see the poems that I write today versus then and I can just tell it's expanded on another level and then there are, are also some old poems where I saw it one way then and then now where my consciousness lies I'll reread those old old poems and I feel like those were almost messages for my future and that present moment at that time but for my future it helps me out on another level now and it's even deeper than I even thought it was initially if that makes any sense but yeah so phenomenal illustrations Ugh, Annie is such a talented artist if you don't know who she is indeed just go look at her art it's very cosmic it makes you want to create and the illustrations though for this book are very like ooh, empowered divine shakti feminine like ooh beyond what I had envisioned. So I'm excited for all of you to see this. I have chills just thinking about it. <laughs> you can make a drinking game with how often I say I have chills. Please don't because uh, drinking too much is not the best for the vessel. <laughs> I guess it doesn't hurt to have wine and stuff on occasion though, right? Anyway, the full moon, as you know, is just a beautiful time to also bring something to mind that you may need to simply let go of a behavior or a feeling or some sort of old programming and then use that energy of the full moon to release it. So since, you know, Aries is a fire sign, might as well just burn what you intend to release on something that is tangible like a paper and just burn it into the ethers and simply just be excited for the transformation. Oh, another side note, I finally slept all Libra, new moon, I haven't been able to sleep. Aries full moon all of a sudden decides to make an appearance and I'm able to sleep. What the hell? That's crazy. That's another side tangent. Okay, so some things that you might want to release, you know, perhaps uh, those dumb reality shows that keep killing those brain cells. Actually, no, just kidding. I like to watch some reality shows. I can't deal with the two overly dramatic ones that are clearly fabricated, but I, I, lo I love psychoanalyzing things that are just so different than my reality. 
I mean, they're just too damn entertaining. <laughs> I love watching people live their unique lives. It truly fascinates me. But you know, maybe that's not what I'm going to ask to release this time around, but there are so many things that all of us might want to release, such as, you know, cutting the cord from certain people or the feelings that you might have for people or being a people pleaser or being distant from people because that could just create a vibration of animosity that you just simply don't like. Or perhaps you, like pretty much all of us, create false narratives in our minds of a situation or of someone's perspective that, you know, perhaps make you feel insecure and then keep you in your mind, your head versus your heart. Or just perhaps you want to release whatever it is that is holding you back from that thing that ignites your soul or holding you back from tapping into that divine within you where you can receive all the clarity, all the answers that you need. And maybe you just need that whatever is blocking you revealed to you because you have no idea. So you can just simply ask for that. And then hopefully you'll receive a messaging, a sign, a synchronicity in some way that it just clicks and you're like, oh, that's it. That's why. Ah, so many. Like I didn't allow myself to even begin the process of wanting to publish a poetry book, though I had accumulated hundreds of poems. I just kept those to myself because of the fear of success and also just the fear of it not being good enough. It's like my heart being put out there and people are like, no, I have a fear of that because that happened in childhood. Had to do some inner child work. Had to reprogram that. On a full moon, I asked to release it. A few weeks later, trickled away. Something shifted indeed where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Also hosting a retreat. I had this fear that I would not be ready or good enough yet to hold space for women and then honestly something shifted as well when i intentionally set that out there and ooh, one of my favorite things and i felt so ready to hold that space and by the way sedona on-site sold out but for offset attendees in sedona we have some spots available so you can hang out with me and spiritual channeler Brie Melanson, who is powerful. And yes, she'll be channeling. We'll be doing a lot of breath work. You will be getting a lot of deep insight from your soul. I'll tell you that right now and really tap into that divine goddess that lives within. All right, now, <laughs> this has been a long intro, but guess who is on the show? I think you probably have a little bit of an idea because her name happens to be in the title of this episode. <laughs> She's the co-creator of this podcast who birthed this with me on October 16th, 2017, Miss Ali Michelle L. <laughs> I love her so much and I'm so thankful that she came on. She, I just couldn't picture doing this anniversary episode without her. Plus, she's kind of got some big things coming up on that same day. What a synchronicity. You'll hear about it. I don't need to talk too much about it because I want you to just simply listen. This episode was not planned. We had nothing planned. It was spontaneous. We just flowed. It was magic per usual. <laughs> you know, she's brilliant. She's poetic. She's indeed a very old soul. And so I can't wait for you to hear what ended up just coming through for us. We just trusted that we'll end up delivering whatever message perhaps the collective, the Yomi collective, needs to hear. And it was, oof, oof, yes, powerful. 
And just like I did for past podcasts, a giveaway of a book, I'm happy. I'm so happy to send two people Allie's new book, The Rose That Blooms in the Night, who share this episode. That book is coming out October 16th. So I hope that you guys pre-order or you just go round up and get it because, you know, her words, they're beautiful. They're soul expanding. They definitely come from a deep, deep place because she is a very grounded and deep person. (laughs) All right. Now, you know what? I believe I said enough. I think you are ready to hear this. So... I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Ali Michelle for the Euro Magic two year anniversary. Anyway, I feel because I've been packing up from this Airbnb to go to the next not so grounded right now so will you join me in a prayer to ground absolutely oh thanks love (sighs) dear divine guidance angels oh my gosh thank you so much for this moment with ali to connect on your own magic with myself and the listeners who love her so much you know how grateful I am for this being. And so may you use this time to expand the connection and the consciousness within ourselves and everyone else to use this as a vessel to download whatever message you feel needs to be heard as we have nothing planned except for whatever you have planned. So I say these things, aho. Aho. Oh, that helped. I feel it. It makes such a difference. It really does. Oh, the biggest difference. I think that that was, that's indeed one of my favorite, all time favorite memories of creating this podcast is our ritual that um, even when you left, I continued just to do by myself, but I just remember how powerful it was with you in your room in Kauai feeling like I could feel the guides around. And that was one of the first times like I could feel us channeling in a sense, like downloading things. And we didn't really, looking back on it, I know we were, but we didn't really fully know at that time how powerful and channeled we were. Yeah. I remember we were at the Smiths one night and Daniel Nahum. Um, oh, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, he he looked at me and he's like, you know, I think the podcast is really changing you guys, and it's very obvious. And I was like, yeah, I feel like it accelerated our growth massively. Oh, definitely expanded it insanely, and I think that's also why. I mean, because you're indeed one of, I I just know this with every fiber of my being, I don't even have to say it, but a soulmate of mine in this world. And yet, because we both had to continue to expand in some way, um, for us, for whatever reason, we ended up having to part ways for a while. 
And that was also part of our growth. And I think it was the podcast that helped that for both of us. Yeah. I mean, every soulmate I've ever had, it's very (laughs) short lived, but very intense. The time period we spend together and we grow, we grow, we grow. And then there is that natural separation. And then also every soulmate I've ever had, we've circled back. Yes. But, but there's like a healthy individuation that occurs. Yes, exactly. And I mean, of course, when we first, when it first happened, I had a bit of a hard time with it, but it was more so I was having a hard time with myself because I could not understand what the hell was going on, why I had this dark cloud over me. I genuinely had no idea. I was like, man, I do all the things, you know, I meditate, I express gratitude, I express gratitude for her, but now she has to go do her own thing. And though I never held it against you, obviously, I had a hard time in the beginning, but now that after I befriended that darkness and saw light through it, it's just like all gratitude for that entire experience and all love and that it was so needed because I know neither of us would be where we are or as expanded without whatever the reason was that had nothing to do with each other. Yeah. And that's, that is the shadow work, you know, you get in it and you're just like, Oh, why is this happening? This is painful. I'm never going to pop out the other side. And then you pop out the other side and you're like, Oh, I'm more me than I've ever been because there was that process of my soul feeling seasoned and fermented through that dark cloud. Mm-hmm. And it only helps. It almost like nourishes it or fertilizes it when you do have those really strong teachers and those intense relationships like Ali, our relationship, well, our energy is still intense in the most beautiful way, but our, when we were in each other's presence, such an intense relationship, but those are truly going to be, and we're going to continue to experience more of those with other people. And those are truly going to be our greatest teachers for our soul's growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I I love you. I'm so glad that you are on for, um, by the way, Wednesday. So this is, comes out Monday, but Wednesday, everybody, is the two-year anniversary when Allie and I launched Yom into the ethers. Such a high in my life. Oh my gosh. It, it, it's crazy that it's been two years, you know? Oh Time is such an interesting thing. It just you can speed it up, you could slow it down, but I feel like with the things you love, it oftentimes just flies by in that sense. It doesn't feel like it's been two years. That makes the podcast sound so old because I mean, podcasts in and of themselves are fairly young and they are growing. Do you know how many podcasts are starting a day? It's like 10,000 or something. It's insane. Oh my goodness. Or it's in the thousands. I don't know. I could be exaggerating, but it's just so crazy to think that this is a two-year-old baby. So much has happened in life. And it goes so fast sometimes. There must be something incredibly special about this date because I remember when my publisher was like, oh, this is the slot that we have for your book to be released. And and it's very fast turnaround for a publisher, by the way. Normally it takes like years and all. It's just October 16th. And I'm like, wow, okay. And your book launches the next day, the 17th. It launches the 16th, oh. but the event is the 17th. <gasps> so technically it's like these two massively important projects being birthed on the same day. It's so beautiful. That is insane. I have major chills. We're going to have to really feel the energy that day to understand what it is. What 
Also, I think that's three days after the Pisces full moon, I believe. Oh, my moon is coming up. Your moon is coming up. Let me check. Hold on. I'm going on spiritdaughter.com. I'm going to double check. I think it's the Pisces Jill moon. Is my favorite. She's amazing. I love her so much. Yeah, wait. Pisces full moon workbook. Um, and shout out to Jill. Oh, no. Oh, wait. This is from last year. But I'm pretty sure it's the Pisces full moon. And if I'm wrong, well, um, I wish I'd be embarrassed, but I'm not. I don't claim to be an astrologer. <laughs> and it's my moon. Let me live in ignorance. <laughs> <gasps> oh, it's not your moon. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's Aries. Oh, you know, it's my neighbor. It's fine. <laughs> it is your neighbor. Um, yeah, Aries. I've been attracting a lot of Aries in my life lately. It's so crazy. That is interesting. I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's the fire. It's the fire. But okay, so back to your poetry book. You started writing that a year ago, right? More than a year ago. I started writing it January 2018. Mm. Okay, okay. Tell me about the process. It's so interesting. I, I wrote about this the other day. The year of writing that book felt like I got to live that year twice because the beautiful thing about poetry is that in order to kind of pull a poem out of the ether and find inspiration, you have to pay very close attention to life. And so, you know, the first time I lived that year was just for the experience. But the second time was when I was writing about it. Um, I had to remember like the smells and the way things felt, like the textures and and things that people said. And, and I started to pay closer attention to people as well. I started to notice their quirks and their mannerisms and, um, and it made them all the more beautiful to me. And I realized that you can really, it's almost like in The Alchemist where he's like, you can penetrate to the soul of the world through anything, through a grain of sand or a flower or a book. Um, and I really felt that it's like I could find a poem wherever I was. So it really felt like they, these poems were these teachers that came to visit me and make me fall in love with life again. Because I mean, you know, I was not in a good place at that time. I was in a and um you know had my first heartbreak which is so it was so good because I do believe that love really does break you in the ways that you need to be opened um walls are there they just crumble when it's true love so um it was that same kind of soulmate feeling of like okay it's time to grow let's do this um and it it deepened and not altered me as a person but it, it definitely was like that shadow we were talking about where you kind of go through and you can't see straight and you're like, when am I going to pop out the other side? And then you do and you're like, ah, I'm the most me I've ever been. This is amazing. Um, yes. <laughs> they were a form of therapy too, because even if I went through an experience that I wouldn't have chosen for myself, if I could write a poem about it, there was this sort of, this process of alchemy where I'm like, okay, I made something beautiful from my suffering and therefore it's so worth it. <laughs> oh, yes. And then you know that it's going to heal, if not just one person, but many who get to read it and connect and relate. And you can always go back and just remember how much you've expanded from that. Absolutely. If, if someone can see themselves in my work or it strikes a chord or moves someone in some way, then that's enough for me because I think the greatest internal war that we're fighting right now is apathy. It's just, it's all too easy to suppress your emotions and kind of numb the way you're feeling and remain distracted. And so it's really, really brave 
to choose to be an embodied person and feel the whole of life and all of its nonsensical emotional waves. Oh, yeah. Amen to that. It's really brave to be able to feel those emotions whenever they arise because that's the only way that it will A, release and B, perhaps stir some creativity within you and just no matter what, since energy can't be created nor destroyed, why not use whatever is going on and bring light to it by creating through it, through words or artistic, just some sort of artistic expression. That is honestly one of the most healing modalities. And for myself too, because I've also experienced the juxtaposition of a long phase without wanting to write or create and just like bask in my sadness. (laughs) Yeah, it's that whole thing of, of letting your, your loneliness and your sadness season and ferment you because it's just a chapter. It's a chapter in time and it doesn't feel like it. Um, but in a way, solitude forces you to walk inside of yourself deeper than you normally would. Oh, yes. <laughs> it definitely does. And if anybody ever does feel like hermiting for a bit, which a lot of people when they are awakening or having a very powerful shift consciousness shift and yet they don't understand what's going on so they need that alone time give yourself permission to have that alone time and it can be really hard but there's so much that unveils in those moments where you just everything all of a sudden becomes clearer and more vibrant when you can finally see why you just needed to really really experience yourself Yeah, it almost reminds me of something that Jill told me a few years ago, spirit daughter. Again, I'm not an astrologer, so I might be (laughs) dead, but um, she was saying how during the new moon, it's that time to be in solitude, to go inwards, to kind of hermit and do your rituals and really take care of yourself. And it's a time of going inward, whereas the full moon, like traditionally you would have a bonfire and dance around Mm -hmm. social and celebrate and it's like more of this external experience so I think honoring those seasons in your life like you would a moon cycle is a really great way to look at it because you're like okay like I think the problem is we think that it's never going to end that we will forever be stuck in this moment um at least that's my fear with my pain but it always passes oh it always passes i remember even your mom um when we had that high october 16 2017 your mom was like yay and this too shall pass we're like fuck that's right i know i'm, like, um, I'm trying to celebrate here like give me your yoda look and tell me it's gonna pass <laughs> By the way, she's in Baltimore yeah. right now living her life. I know. I would just like to shout out to my mother for being the most epic human being. She's just like, I'm getting up and going to Bali in a few months. I'm like, what? By yourself without John? Yes. Hell yeah, mama. Hell. She's so strong. She's so powerful. I love her. You've got an amazing mama. There's something beautiful about it too, because she's at the same yoga school. It's I think it's called Santosha. It's on Nusalambangan, where I did my yoga nidra training. She's doing a yin training. Mm. But there's something about watching my mother go through the same experience I did that's really beautiful. It's like this generational, um, I don't know, almost like milestone. It's really cool. Wow. 
I'm just sitting, I'm just putting myself in your shoes for a second in your eyes and seeing through that, that would be, I mean, of course your mama raised you and I mean, she's really raised a phenomenal woman with a capital W, yet she has recently awakened around the same time too. And just, yeah, to see that experience yourself, to see your mom go through it, unlike perhaps a lot of people either don't ever get to see their mom awaken and come into her power or their mom already has you know so wow yeah that's amazing because your mom is a huge part of you of course and and I always say it's like the uh spiritual Gilmore girls I guess um, ah, yes. it really it really is that kind of checking in with each other and sometimes she's in tune with life and I pop out of myself I'm like what do I do and sometimes like I'm in tune and then she pops out of herself and she's like what do I do and help each other and I always say as long as one of us is feeling good with life that's all we need because then (laughs) it's like a tether back so so true like uh, well and if you both are when you experience something together and you both are kind of like at the same frequency for a moment that actually brings so much clarity because you can see the big picture in them and they can see the big picture in you which helps you see the big picture in yourself absolutely I'm a huge fan of learning from those that came before you like Mm -hmm. my grandmother passed away a few months ago and I've just been asking my dad for all these stories of her and she's so much like me. It's hilarious. Like she's stubborn and she's funny, but she's like, I don't know, very quiet. Um, So it's like, I don't know. I I can learn from her and from the life that she lived. And same with my mother. I can recognize some of my own patterns in her and learn from that and learn from her wins and learn from her random left turns in life. And, (laughs) you know, I'd encourage anyone to just kind of like look at those that came before you because there's a lot of wisdom there. Yes. And then also not only is there a lot of wisdom, but let's say that there's something, a pattern that you see through your family um, that perhaps you don't want to carry on. You have the power to cut that cord and end that cycle. Absolutely. Especially in relationship. It's very interesting how sometimes we play out our relationship with our parents or like their patterns particularly an intimate relationship, I notice, like it kind of recycles. So it's definitely a good awareness to have. All right, Yomis. So a quick interruption to talk about a sponsor who has been here since day one. So some of you may be very familiar, but I encourage you to continue to listen to this short little ad as you may or may not know the power of hum nutrition and everything that they provide. I've been receiving lots of messages of how hum has helped them in some way. A lot of people, it seems like myself, love their gut instinct. It's like, uh, it is a powerful probiotic. It actually has 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and each bottle has 30 vegan capsules for you. So you get your 30-day supply, and it really has helped my gut fight a lot of different issues, especially somebody that does eat a lot of fiber. I realized that um, that did have an impact on my gut in some way, so it's nice to have the proper digestive enzymes and probiotics in there to allow myself to run a little more smoothly, if you know what I'm saying. And then also for those of us who are turning 30 soon or over 30, you know, age just kind of becomes a thing. It's part of this human experience. Well, 
I also recommend their turning back time as it's just a natural way to provide ourselves with the age-defying skin cell protection supplements that they provide, such as turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium leucotomos as a UV guard. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it. <laughs> so, 20% off for the Soul Tribe. Still an offer for you when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC. And there's still just so much more. I highly recommend that you get a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the perfect supplement for you. They find the highest quality ingredients to help a variety of common health issues such as tummy problems or helping our skin glow, our nails grow for energy, speeding up that metabolism, or maybe those who want a natural sleep formula. I mean, hum, they've got you covered with their gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So there you go. (laughs) Go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com promo code magic side note a lot of times they also have like 25% off when you get three bottles so you can type in the promo code on top of that 25% off and so that's yeah a lot right right (laughs) and just so you know because I was curious for you on your behalf I grabbed three different items just to test this out so daily cleanse killer nails and gut instinct and the subtotal was $60 my savings saved $24 with my discount. And so the total with those three was $36 for three different powerful supplements. Okay, anyways, back to the show. Your mom is somebody that I have been able to not only like witness her growth and stuff, but she has... She was one of the people, it was like her and then a couple other people that during that really long phase of darkness where I literally like hid from the world except for the podcast, you know, I would talk to because she's such a good God mama. And I just felt like such a strong soul connection where I felt that, I mean, we're all a family and perhaps there are some experiences, some behaviors, some whatever that I also have as well that she's also had. And so I've been able to like witness her shift from that and help me shift from that. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. Because you don't really know what your behavior looks like until you see it in the mirror of another person. It's equal parts, the most annoying thing in the world and the greatest blessing in the world. Cause you're like, Ooh, that's what that looks like. <laughs> okay. We got to Yes. Um, yes. But it can also be inspiring. It can also be like, Oh, this is like the direction I'm heading in. This is, these are the qualities that I would love to embody. And so um, it's both. It's both and. It's both and. I was just thinking about it. Like, I love my mom. She's a, she's a, such a gentle lamb. Yet she also, she knows this, one of my greatest triggers, 100%. And it's only because that means whatever she is triggering within me is something that I know I carry and I'm denying. Absolutely. I think it's, that's kind of when you know it's a karmic relationship, I feel. I mean, I don't know this for certain. Mm-hmm. I'm not a past life regression person, but I was talking to 
my god sister Alexis about that like why is our relationship so volatile and triggering and yet also there's so much fucking love there oh sorry I just sweared um (laughs) it's fucking okay you can cut it out I don't know um and so it's like it's interesting and I don't I think that when you have many past lives with someone and you have these patterns that play out there's almost this tension field that doesn't exist um and someone that you would just meet today you know because there's so much history that you're battling against yeah yeah no you too because karmic relationships they actually really i mean from my understanding is that those are also short-lived like some soulmate relationships but you two have a very it's beyond of course there might be a karmic relationship because there's so much you guys learn from each other yet there is so much love but it's more powerful it's almost like it's not twin flame, but it's, uh, you guys, you guys are definitely yin and yang. And so there's such a balance for both of you. And I mean, that's why both of you are so wise and expanded beyond what people even know. Yeah. I mean, I I would not have gone down this path as deeply as I did without that sort of like the relationship was the catalyst for it. And, um, and now we've gotten to the point where we're sitting there and we're like, I'm triggered. And she's like, I'm triggered. And then we just start laughing. <laughs> someone where you're like, yes, I'm annoyed. And I love you so much. So let's just laugh this off, you know? Yes. Oh, that's actually one thing that I took away from both of you from that experience um, is to just like say it straight out and honesty. Like I learned honesty and the power of that through Alexis. I mean, I've of course always known it, but like to really put that in my practice and tap into my power, that was so fucking helpful. Oh, she's so direct. It's like the most beautiful thing about her. She'll sit down at dinner with people she's never met and be like, who else here is depressed? I know. (laughs) Well, and also, I mean, because at that time I wasn't even being honest with myself because I couldn't see clearly for a bit. And I really just, I literally had no idea and I could not understand. And I kept trying to figure it out and I had no idea what was going on, but I didn't realize that I was really, really depressed. And she's like, I think she told you or something like she's depressed, not admitting it because I wasn't wanting to admit to myself because I wanted to be this light. I wanted to be this happy person. I wanted to be seen a certain way with kindness and yada, yada, but I wasn't experiencing what I was really, this energy within me wanted to release. And so I didn't know how to handle it. And so that's why it's like, always admit whatever you're going through, even if it's shit, you don't have to be. And I didn't really fully understand this. It took time, but you really don't have to be a light just because you are a quote unquote spiritual person. I mean, being, being able to experience the darkness or whatever pain you're going through and being able to say it and being honest, honesty is key to being a spiritual person. Yeah. And the ironic thing is, when you do honor it, like Dakota and I talk about this a lot. If you only feel your pain at a three, you only heal it at a three as well. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> right? It's so simple. It's like you you almost have to really be brought to your knees by it first. And then you do get to heal it. And you do get to be that vibrant, alive, sunshine person. But it's it's trusting in life more and having faith that like, okay, there's something in this experience, there's a richness to what is occurring right now. And the sooner I allow myself to kind of feel it and find that surrender, like surrender is an interesting word. I feel like it gets tossed around a lot, but I was talking to my friend Kud about it and he said, surrender is an active choice. It's not this passive, like, oh, we'll just see what happens. It's like, (laughs) I am bowing to that, which is greater than me. And I'm going to trust this life experience. And 
kind of experience it fully. So, yeah, yeah. It, it is a conscious choice. When we are trying to reprogram ourselves in some way or really acknowledge something or experience something like we actually do need to just consciously choose it. Sure. There might be people that are walking around laissez-faire, no big deal. They're programmed in a way where, you know, something happens and they truly get over it without suppressing it like most people. And that ended up, ends up transforming into like anger or something or depression. But to actually like, you have to consciously be like, all right, this sucks so much right now, but I am going to shift this by seeing it. And you know what? Just letting it be because I'm going to allow this experience to just happen and not expect any outcome from it, not expect anything from it and just let it go. Yeah. And that's such an important thing to recognize, but also like the, the flip side of that, Um, which is how good can you stand it? Like how good can you stand your life to be? Because oftentimes when things are going well, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And so um, say we're falling in love and we've met the perfect person, then maybe we create an issue in our business or maybe business is going well and we pick a fight with someone that we're close to or whatever it is, because there's this fear of success and happiness in a lot of people, almost more so than failure and that dark place, because at some point or another, whatever our baseline of comfort is, it whether it's like, I don't know, feeling lost or feeling scared or whatever it is, versus feeling happy and joyful, um, there can be a lot of fear there, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what holds so many people back. I mean, the fear of success slash the fear of failure simultaneously held me back for so long from wanting to really share what was going myself because I was trying to process everything that was going on. Because again, perhaps I was experiencing it at a three and so I was healing out of three. Yeah. And, and so, and also like you have a right to have intimacy with yourself and have your process, you know, before exposing that process on, on the internet. Um, yeah. So there's, there's nothing wrong with that, I think. But I, I also think it's like, we all have a glass ceiling on our lives that we need to shatter um, because there is no ceiling. There is no limit. It's just you and this infinite universe above your head. And so whatever that glass ceiling is, whether it's a fear of success or failure or money or, or loss or love or whatever it is, like recognizing what's my glass ceiling, what can I run towards that I both love and fear most, you know, um, that's when your life changes. Uh, fly out of that glass and fly free because you're right. We are so infinite when you stay in a box for so long. People do begin to uh, tap out of their soul. All right. I mean it when I say that Fabletics actually looks absolutely phenomenal on every body shape. There's something that they do that highlights the most beautiful part of every shell. I am in love with their high-tech sculpt knit advanced leggings. Ugh, and by the way, you can get two of those for just $24 when you go to fabletics.com forward slash magic. In fact, you can get two pair of any leggings for just $24 when you use our URL. I mean, I'm sure you're very familiar with Fabletics. They're kind of like everywhere these days. And... 
you might as well just try them out. Honestly, what a steal. $2 for 24. You have hundreds of styles to choose from. When you go to their site, go to the bottoms, click on leggings and seven eighths, and then look at all of the high-waisted or even the mid-rise power hold leggings. I know. Some of my favorites though are the cashels. I like the uniqueness of the bottom legging part. And look at their high-waisted sculpt knit dot leggings. I believe I wore them the other day when I did a little yoga flow on my Insta story. And I'm telling you, they're cute. They shape you quite well. I feel phenomenal in them, not gonna lie. And yeah, Fabletics. Good job, Kate Hudson, for creating such an amazing brand. They have some fun fall colors for us right now, which I very much appreciate. Plus, their sports bras are so comfortable. I am pretty well endowed in that area, and I need something of high impact for pretty much anything I do. <laughs> keep them in there yeah so they have high impact medium impact and low impact bras for you and one thing I like about their site is I like to go to click on the outfits and then you just get even better deals when you buy certain outfits together so if you are interested in two pairs of yoga pants for just $24 go to fabletics.com forward slash magic as they offer affordable, high quality, very stylish clothes for both men and women. And yeah, you can shop for pants and leggings and joggers and tops and tees for pretty much any fitness you want to do and at any fitness level. And they are always providing new outfits every single month. And what I love, honestly, is their Fabletics VIP program because I actually even with the VIP program, walked into the store and because I had $50 credit on my VIP program, I walked out with a really, really cute jacket for just like 30 bucks when it was like 80 bucks. So yeah, thanks Fabletics for being super innovative. Thank you, by the way, at that time in my life when I needed that space, except for having the podcast as like one pocket of light in my life. I really did, really, really did need that time because there's so much that unveiled and oh, I'm genuinely thankful for that person that was having such a hard time, but was going towards something so beautiful. Yeah. And it's, it's brave to take a step towards what you genuinely want and what your heart longs for, especially when you're in that place. But I wrote a poem about this, like, you know, do it crawling if you must, but just keep taking one step a, a day towards that with faith. Oh, that was everything, actually. It's almost like uh, I know people that are in Alcoholics Anonymous and they do everything one day at a time. Like they just take it one day at a time and they say just for today. It's just today. I'm just, you know, I'm focused on today. And I ended up just incorporating that wisdom in myself, like just for today. I'm going to find a little more light. I'm going to find a little more gratitude just for today. I'm going to allow myself to yada, yada. And that just for today, each day, not thinking about a year from now, but just each day. And the time ends up flying by and you don't realize it. But that was actually one of the most powerful things. I think it was Kelsey Patel who mentioned this on the podcast back in September. And ooh, September 2018. 
really rough month. Um, and when she said the just for today thing, that deeply resonated. And I was like, ooh, okay, I'm going with this. And I did. And that was that was so life-changing. Of course, because that's all any of us really have. There's linear time as we think of it in our minds, where it's like you're kind of in this current of life going towards however you want it to be, whatever accomplishments you're hoping to achieve or whatever it is. And I actually wrote this poem this morning that was like, all your achievements, all your accomplishments, all the things that you've done and the marks that you've hit, um, the mark of if they're successful or not is if they've made you kinder and if they've allowed you to treat everyone else as though they're an extension of your own heart. Mm. Because that that is true success, you know? But time isn't what we think it is and science is starting to reflect this you know so it's almost like that vertical time of this is it this is Uh, isn't that amazing by the way as the earth is evolving and her consciousness is expanding so are other humans or other scientists being delivered this information that would once seem so woo woo and metaphysical and now they're proving it in some way because now we have the tools where we can. I think that's so cool. It's really cool. And if you look back at history, so many things are disproved or theories are added to and expanding. And um, yeah, I think as long as our, our worldviews, I heard this thing once, it was like strong ideas loosely held. And I think it's mm. so important to remember is like that so much more is going on here than our brains can even perceive. We're probably perceiving like 0.001% with our set. Zero, 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 one. Oh yeah. Isn't that insane though, to know like how com- this universe is so complex and the more that we do really learn about the intricacies of it, how mind blowing it all really is. So fascinating. I'm learning how this universe is evolving with the knowing that, I mean, I only know as much as I can possibly know in this human experience where I'm at at this time until I die and go back into the astral plane and remember and then come back. It lights me up. And this is actually what the podcast, this is a great transition. So it's two year mark and the podcast is going to really focus more on that, on how the, the complexities of this universe, because it seems that that's what everybody is interested in hearing about. Whenever I post something about this, I mean, it's insane how many people are A, in love with the episode and B, just like want to know more. And I want to know more and explore more of course and and the ironic thing is like our true understanding is in understanding how much we don't understand which is um, right. boggling. <laughs> the beautiful thing in human nature is the motivation to understand life and to understand those complexities and approaching it from this place of like I may never know but I'm so passionately curious to find out I'm so passionately curious I love that I'm really excited for Thursday, Wednesday, when your poem comes out. I'm sorry I can't be there for the poetry book launch. I was really excited to do that. I'm going to be there in spirit, 1,000%. I will need your spirit there, 1,000%. You know, I'm nervous, like not, it would be easier if this were a group of strangers I'd never met, but it's people from every part of my life that are coming. Mm. People I love that are from like all these different lifetimes that I've lived, I feel. And, and so it's going to be super interesting. It feels like the best birthday in the world, but it's also terrifying because I'm going <laughs> to get up there and pour my heart out. If anyone listening in the Los Angeles area, um, it's at the last bookstore in downtown LA at 
7.30, and Kevin Paris is playing music, so that'll be fun. Kevin! Oh my gosh, how beautiful. So you're going to be sharing your poems, yeah. standing up there. Yep, I'm, I'm performing and signing some books. <gasps> amazing okay well i need all the pictures i'm gonna ask your mom to send me all the video updates gosh i wish i was there but i'm so happy for you i'm so 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 beyond amazed by the woman that you've become and just the soul that you are and thankful that you've been in my life no i'm so thankful for you i think we got each other through a very uh <laughs> interesting time in life and mm -hmm. And this podcast was birthed from that time and so many other beautiful things. And you've done such an incredible job, like affecting both like so many men and women's lives through this. So um, it makes me happy to know you're out there doing your thing. <laughs> Thank you for birthing this with me. Um, that was indeed divinely designed to happen. I don't know what I would be doing without of having you in my life and creating this together. So I... There's like 5 million reasons why you're one of the souls in my life that just has made a huge, huge impact in my life. And so, again, I'm thankful. Do I have to say that again? No, but you know it. I know it. And I feel the same way. And I was laughing so hard because I forgot to tell you this last week, this girl DM me and she was like, I did Dr. Kashava's training in the Himalayas. No way. Oh my gosh. Wait, how did she know that it was them? Him? No so idea. Funny. I don't think we ever mentioned the name of the Instagram no. on the podcast for, you know, several reasons, but um, yeah, but we did mention Dr. Kashava. So maybe she's just like, she's worked for the CIA. I have no idea how she found that. But it made me so like, oh my gosh. That whole like someone else is walking the path that you walked and you get to watch them and their experiences. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, I want to do this one, even though I should probably leave in at least three minutes. Um, I want to ask a couple of these really interesting would you rathers that just like came to mind and I typed them out for you. Please. For you. These are for you. Oh, specifically for me. I feel special. Okay. Yeah. And you'll know this is for you because would you rather Allie? Live in the dimension where Harry Potter exists, you know, Hogwarts. Um, what do they call that area besides Hogwarts? What do they call Harry Potter's land? Um, well, there's there's Hogwarts and then there's like, um, oh, what's it called? Hogsmeade. It's, it's a very small world. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that small world of Harry Potter, Hogsmeade, Hogwarts. Would you rather live in that dimension or be able to time travel back to one of your past life experiences? I'm gonna take Harry Potter because I have the in intuitive hit that I've had some gnarly past lives and I would rather <laughs> not. <laughs> you indeed have, you old ass soul. Um, <laughs> would you rather, okay, this is a perfect one then. Would you rather in this human life be able to remember all of your past lives at once? Like it just flashes before your eyes, Ali. You just have this memory perhaps you're not even on ayahuasca. It just happens. Or completely forget everything that happened in all your past lives, like totally out of your soul and everything and just have a blank slate all of a sudden in this human experience. Um, I think I'd want to know. I think it, I think I'd want to know after a certain point in life, like where I'm at now. Um, so that as a baby, I'm not carrying the weight of all the like 
you know, kind of messed up things I've done probably. Um, (sighs) but as an adult, I think it would give me a deeper understanding of, of how I came here. I think history is so fascinating. Hell yeah. Do you ever have like memories of past life experiences? Oh, your Egypt dream. Do you have anything else besides that? No, I'm going to Egypt now. Oh my God. Me too. When are you going? December. When are you going? Uh, January. Well, maybe January, or early February with my cousins, but now I might be doing workshops. So we might even have to wait till spring. <laughs> I'm going with my cousins. I'll probably go back there, but yeah, I've had multiple dreams since I was a baby about Egypt and I think I've said this before that like my mom took me to the King Tut exhibit. I was just crying the whole time. I was like, what? Yes. Oh yeah. That's going to be so powerful. You're going in December? I'm going in December. Um, we have a, a tour guide and I think they do this really cool thing where you can go in the pyramids at night and meditate, oh. which is really why I'm going. Cause I just, I want to remember whatever happened. So <laughs> that is so sick. Oh my God. Gosh, I'm so stoked for you. Oh, you. I'm jealous. I wish I was there. Well, I'm stoked for <laughs> your trip. Well, thank you. I love you. Oh, do you want to say anything new about, you know, that last question that all the Your Own Magic guests get asked? And I'm not going to even ask you because you already know it. How would you advise our guests to create your own magic? Well, our oh. listeners, but you can advise the guests too. <laughs> yes, right. Sorry. I meant listeners. You knew what I meant. <laughs> we got um, you. <laughs> so funny how your answer can change every time oh yeah and you don't even remember how what you said before okay I believe that our soul kind of communicates to us through feelings like gut feelings um and so I would advise the listeners to move through what makes them feel alive what brings them energy I was talking to my friend about this the other day and he said after he dances even for three hours he feels more alive and energized than ever so whatever that is for you even if it doesn't make sense or you don't understand how it's going to help you on your path do that as much as possible because I promise it's going to take you somewhere incredibly magical I love that. I'm just picturing somebody dancing for three hours and then just feeling energized the rest of the day. And I can totally relate to that. Yeah. We all have our own things that make us come alive. So whatever you lose. Hell yeah. I love that, Ali. I love you. Thank you for doing this. I love you. Thank you for having me. And shout out to all the yogis. I love them so, so much. And it's an honor to, to be here for the anniversary. Yeah. Happy two-year anniversary, everyone. I'm so, uh, this is everything in life for me. So thank you all for also being those that, because I don't mark it. I don't, I rarely go on Instagram except for Instagram stories. You know, I, I do Instagram story like daily, but you know, it's you guys that have been expanding this and growing this and so really this is all like a collective creation the baby of this has been growing thanks to everybody collectively not just ali not just me everybody so yeah yomis this is our baby thank you thank you so much dear yomis thank you so much so so much for lending your ear and taking time valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today i am honored to provide this for you and i hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way i would love to personally connect with your soul on well of course irl but also on the instagrams or the facebook's my instagram which i am finally active on is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R A Q 
Q-U-E-L-L-E mantra. I'll put that in the show notes and make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations and The most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state. For example, like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state, along with others like activating your third eye or short, simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings, which I love to do personally, is to just visualize and expand my imagination so I can be more creative in my day. In addition to that, other soul-expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals, yada yada. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.